بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي ونسلم على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اقرا باسم ربك الذي خلق خلق الانسان من علق اقرا وربك الاكرم الذي علم بالقلم علم الانسان ما لم يعلم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الراحمون يرحمهم الرحمن ارحموا من في الارض يرحمكم من في السماء او كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم everyone recite the root sharif اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم most respected ulama hafiz of the holy quran elders and friends assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh generally at this time of the year there are certain things which we would hear very often perhaps from the fraternity of ulama or through whatever media we would be following we would be listening to we would be reading etc so from amongst the aspects that we would listen to at the commencement of a new gregorian year at times it would be new year's resolutions and this in itself is not something which is uh, you know all that blameworthy but in the life of a believer we just rephrase things a believer makes intentions and this is what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has taught us that your the outcome the outward form of your actions would be weighed and matched according to your intentions so this is actually where a believer should be making intentions and the life of a believer should be centered around his spiritual activities so actually for us we are nearing the month of ramadan and so this should be some intentions that we are making it would form part of our intentions for a new gregorian year but more importantly it would pave the path and the way for a better and a more healthy spiritual life for us inshallah over and above this we also hear at this time of the year something which is very very common something which affects most of us seated here today or if not all of us directly or indirectly and from the young children to the old people everyone would be affected or everyone would speak about this and everyone's mindset would be directed towards this so in arabic we say the word is ta'lim in english we translate it as education so when we speak about education then education in itself is a word that's very very short it is very very brief it is very very concise but the impacts and the implications of education are very far reaching if you look at just the organizations and the institutes that are involved in education you had a, you would have a maktab dedicated for education you would have a madrasa dedicated for education you would have a early childhood development center a preschool 
or a crash or a nursery school dedicated for education, you would have a primary school dedicated for education, you would have a high school dedicated for education, you would have a university for education, lecture halls for education, libraries for education, varsities, technicons, colleges for education. So there's so many business houses and there's so many organizations that would be talking about and involved in education at this time of the year. And then you would have people and personnel that are also linked to education directly. You would have ulama and scholars that are linked to education. You would have teachers that are linked to education. You would have professors and orators that are linked to education. And then you have the students, the scholars that are linked to education as well. So from the people and personnel, there are many those of those who are busy as well right now with this whole occurrence of education. We as believers, like we mentioned earlier on, have to measure everything that happens in our life with the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we have to shape our minds to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If we look at education in its entirety, and I would want to just take a step back, we go to what was known as Ayyamul Jahiliyyah in our history. And this is translated loosely as the period of ignorance. Jahiliyyah ignorance. Now when we say the word ignorance, when we mention this word, then the implication of the word ignorance would tell us that there was an absence of education. But if we go to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was born, Gregorically speaking, in the year 570 AD. And if we go and open the annals of history, prior to the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, there was a very, very high level of education that was present. Now, when I say education, I mean outward forms of education. Yamul Jahiliya that we are referring to, or that we are calling it, although we are saying the period of ignorance, there was still a vast majority of Arab literature and poetry that you would find. You would find Yunani medicine that was still available. You would find a philosophy that was being taught. So there were many people who were involved in education. And it was a time that was filled, that was rich with education, was rich with outward information. But still, at that time, there were certain aspects that were lacking. That is why this period is known as Ayyamul Jahiliyyah. The period of ignorance despite there being a presence, a high presence of education. So what was lacking at that time? Correct beliefs were lacking at that time. Good conduct and character was lacking at that time. We find that the world was plunged into a darkness at that time. Business dealings were at the lowest ebb at that time. Uh, women or, or, or children, baby girls, children when they were born, when a woman would give birth to a girl, then this fetus or this child that was born would be buried alive. So that is the ignorance that was prevalent and was present in what was known as Ayyamul Jahiliya. So, if you look at one pan of the scale, you had a strong presence of education 
And if you look at the other pan of the scale, you had a an absence of outward and overall morality. Now, my dear friend, match, and we have to verse our system and what is happening in the world today, because a group of people in English, it is very famously said, a nation that doesn't make the mistakes of the people of the past, a nation that doesn't learn from its history, will make the mistakes of the people of the past. Now, if we fast forward and we switch our minds to 2023, or at least we are still switching into 2023, but if we look at where we are today, we find that there are still these phenomena, there are still these occurrences, a total absence of morality, a major absence of good conduct, we find that business dealings are still somewhat hazy, We've separated, we've separated our education from our deen. We've separated our education from our spirituality. We've separated our business from our, from the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. At the most, there are many of us, alhamdulillah, and may Allah accept that we'll pay our zakah and do our charity, etc. But this is not linking deen with our business. That is our duty that we owe to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we have our professions that we serve in. We have our work that we go to every day. We have our activities that we are involved in on a daily basis. All of these need to be aligned with the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we say the lifestyle, we mean the mindset of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So when we are on this path, then we would find that we are then able to propel ourselves and push ourselves as an ummah forward. So when we come to the year 2023, we find ourselves still present in a certain level of jahiliyyah and ignorance. Now, what is the remedy for the ills of humanity? You see, we as an ummah, we do not rubbish or damn any group of society who are striving to do any type or bring type of, any type of positive impact. Someone is trying to do something good for society, we would support this person or we would support these groups of people. But it has to be done according to the mindset and the lifestyle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Therefore we are drawing this parallel and we are drawing this likeness of what happened many years ago, many centuries ago and what is happening today. So to extract and remove humanity from this darkness, to bring about some change in the world at that time, Allah said none other than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam descended into this world, when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was seated in the cave of Hira, and there the messenger was none other than Sayyiduna Jibreel Amin alayhi salam, and he brings the message direct from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is haq, it is the truth. Ja'al haq wa zahaq al-batil. The messages of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came, it came to obliterate everything else except the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So his first instructions to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam is ikra. That involve yourself in education, involve yourself in reading and writing, involve yourself in learning and teaching. So this is the first instructed that is instituted to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But, but, what type of education must be primary in your life in order for you as an ummah to move forward? 
So Jibreel alayhi salam brings a message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq. First you must learn about your Allah. First you must learn about the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. First your iman, your deen must be cemented. First the sunnah of Nabi alayhi salam must be cemented. Then you can take your education and apply it to anything else. And you would find you as an ummah would move forward leaps and bounds. If we look at the annals of history, if we look at the annals of history, we would find that there were many who contributed positively to education. We would find that there were many Muslim scholars who contributed significantly to education. We would find the likes of Al-Khawarizmi. We would find the likes of Sindhi. We would find the likes of Buali Sina. We would find the likes of Al-Ghazali. We would find the likes of Rumi. But who were they before they were involved in education? Who were they before they gave us that information? They were a Muhammadi in their own unique way. They were, oh, they were inclined or they were attached to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in their own unique way. When they attached themselves to iman, when they attached themselves to sunnah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took their works and allowed it to flourish across the length and breadth of the world. So my dear friends, when we are making this decision of education, whether it be for ourselves or for our children, then we need to be very circumspect about our education. Yes, we will come to the point of where we need to be involved in every level and every facet of education. But before we get there, I need you to understand that we as human beings, as we are seated here today, we are not just a mass of... Uh, uh, um, meat that Allah has created that is just moving about in this world. We are not just a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's walking on this earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that your creation is in the best of forms. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created you in perfect proportion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Karramna bani Adam, Allah has given you a higher code and a higher moral in this world. You as a human being, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created you in two forms and in two parts. Us as human beings, Allah has created us in two forms, in two parts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about the full circle of creation. Meaning that, وَلَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِن سُلَالَةٍ مِن تِينَ from that time it was a happy night for the couple. And then it became a womb, a, a, a drop of fluid in the womb of the mother. From there, the various stages growing into just a piece of meat that covered some bones. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fashioned that piece of meat with some limbs and organs. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that your soul was given to your body. Your soul was given to your body. So in actual fact, you as a person in existence, you are a jism, you are a body, and you are a soul. In order for your jism to move forward, you need to fuel your soul. In order for your body to flourish, your soul must be nourished. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَنَفْسِوا وَمَا سَوَّاهَا فَأَلْهَمَاهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you this soul. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you this existence through your soul. And Allah gave you the two parts. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has showed you the path of success and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has showed you the path of failure. You as a believer, you as a person who has been blessed with iman, you as a person who is a follower of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you are at this point in your life when you have your children and you need to make the decision for the future of your children. How are you going to make the decision for the future of your children? Choose the school for your children, choose the best school for your children. Choose the education for your children, choose the best education for your children. Don't ever hold back on the education of your children. Because a child that is well educated is a child that is well secure for his future. But my dear friends, if we are going to, along, if we are going to invest in the education of our children, only one dimensionally and only from one perspective then we are doing a great injustice to our children first choose the maktab for our children first choose the ustas for our children first choose the madrasa for our children why because we want these children when they exit from those colleges and universities they will be those Muslim individuals who will contribute to society multidimensionally. We want those children, when they go and venture out into business, they will run the ummah. We want those children who when they are adults tomorrow, then they will bring morality back into society. Unfortunately, if we are going to neglect their dini education now, then we are set, then we are weakening the foundations of the ummah for the years to come. This insan is created of ruh and jism, of a body and a soul. If we understand it in our terminologies today, it is like the hardware and software of a computer. The hardware is what plays anything that you put onto, or anything that you place into the computer. So, and on the disk, you have a, you load it with anashid and with qiraat, and you place the disk into your car, you place a disk into your CD player, and you say that now I'm going three players, the most expensive of CD players, but it will never play bayans because you loaded qiraat and anashid on it. Similarly, my dear friends, if we are going to load Allah and His Rasul into the hearts and minds of our children, then in the years to come, when they are serving society and when they are serving humanity, Allah and His Rasul will be placed first, Allah and His Rasul will be given preference, and then we would find this ummah would move forward once again. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us correct understanding, tawfiq to make amal, wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillah.